man ain't never been butt naked in no room together with no hoes, pulling no orgy type shit or doing none of that whole ass shit you niggas out there be doing, thinking you doing some fly shit. Nigga, if you're in a room naked with some other niggas and some broad, them niggas looking at your ass. And if that shit is that shit is gay, and you need to get on some other shit, me and this man got nothing but respect for each other. We ain't never pulling no trains. We ain't no motherfucking freaks. We some family men. We getting it paper. Know what I'm talking about? And I had to put that out there, bun, cause a lot of niggas doing a lot of fool games and shit out here, man. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, they flip-flopping, they pitching and they catching with these boys, and they doing all this old. And if you gay, that's cool, but be gay and come on out and, and be that. Don't be in front of us and act like a straight-up G, and then you get over here and you let these boys bust up your back. But, you know, it's going to... Yeah, I am the king of the E, and get it bitch feel like the DJ. Yeah, I am the sit where we play, we got to chop where we play. Okay. Yeah, come through the city, we gon' chop, yeah, it's up, just like some sushi. Yeah. AK-47, stick, go stupid, yeah. draw the money out on the way. Okay, little dirty, nappy-headed, East Atlanta nigga, father said it down with force. 44, Hank, Aaron Chrome, wanna make it home, then get at the porch. Let a nigga cover faded for, I have to fade a nigga at the faded for. It's tomato, what's a model, either way, the boy, the great play it, I won't say it no more. I was just fucked up, I was just down, down bad. I had to tighten the fuck up, but I'm here for the crown, board of education versus brown, I was board of education, left the town, fuck a resume and fuck a tapping gown, fuck a background, check background, when I get the check, nigga, that's now, I was just fucked up, I was just down, down bad, I had to tighten the fuck up, but I'm here for the crown, crown, oh shit, I was just fucked up, I was just down, down bad, I had to tighten the fuck up, but I'm here for the crown, 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 crown. I was fucked up, I was just down, down bad, pick up the pad, pick up the slack, pick up the litter, don't litter no bad, my seat been picking up racks, racks from clear, and I act you too, and I'm back in the booth, got them Shackers, they lacking the juice, niggas dropping the body on shacking a fool. Activists shoot out of side of your face, we ain't jacking it. We ain't dabbing them fools, get a nap, you do just embarrassing. Who going crazy like us, no comparison? Driven like Marion Jones on the steroids. Y'all niggas slow as a heroin high. Y'all had a year, y'all had a year, y'all had a year, but you let it go by. Oh, uh, yeah. It's your boy, this is your motherfucking boy, King Known Uncensored. I'm back with another one, man. This episode is gonna be called. Down, down bad because man, it's been a bad week for a few people. But before we get to the fuckery, the full Team USA roster has been revealed. Now we got Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Austin Reeves. Then we got Paolo Banchero, Mikal Bridges, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr. Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, and Bobby Portis. Damn. That's a pretty that's a pretty solid all-around team. There's some stars in there. It's not as loaded as it once was. You know, this ain't the same era. People do have to understand that it's not like it was back in the day where it was the redeemed team with Chris Paul, Kobe, LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kevin Love. James Hart and Rudy Gay all in their prime. But these fellas, this is more of a cohesive unit, if you ask me. I kind of like this little team. It's a lot of scoring, that's for damn sure. Some defense in there now. Some defensive motherfuckers in here. I think Team USA all the way. Just like last time. Just like every year, for real, for real. But all right, on to the fuckery. So, Jalen Green, <laughs> I do want to say uh, on behalf of King Known Uncensored, I'm glad that uh, we drafted Kay Cunningham instead of uh, Jalen Jenner. <laughs> I kind of knew something was off about that little boy. But damn, I ain't no son was a full out sissy though. Yeah, I said sissy. Oh, boy. So there was this video that leaked of Jalen Green humping his now former teammate, Josh Christopher, in a room full of niggas. Okay, so nobody objected to this. Nobody said, ew, that's disgusting. I'm out this bitch or nothing. Niggas was laughing. 
I've never seen a straight man do this to another man. That boy was full, all out, hip roll, pretty Ricky mode. That nigga was cotton candy, sweet and low. Let me see your tootsie roll. And the Rockets promptly traded Josh Christopher the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Rockets was like, ah, ah, we ain't doing none of that foolery on the road, homie. Now, I ain't never seen a, a masculine man hump another grown-ass man. There ain't no excuses or no ways around this one. Uh, Buddy got... You remember that kid that was put pouring all that goddamn sugar in that Kool-Aid and house party? That's the amount of sugar in Jalen Green's tank that it is. You might as well come on out. Come on out the closet. Now, I knew something was off with this kid when he started painting his nails. But... You know, other straight athletes have done this shit. Understandable. But when the behavior is a is a consistent thing, it is what it is. Now, if he's gay, it's just like Pimp C said, man. If you gay, come on out the closet. It's all right. Be yourself. Be your motherfucking fruit booty ass self. But don't be trying to come around, act all like you thug life. And like you a G, and you just pelvic thrusting on another man. <laughs> this nigga, my mind's telling me no, but his body, his body telling him yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what's worse, this video or that Anthony Davis video. Oh, it's no way, man. If I'm showing that I'm a masculine man, I'm having whoever leaked that video killed on site immediately. Jalen Green got to run the fade, at least, if he's not going to shoot him. Because this is weird, and these people around him are making this look okay. You see, you, you know... When girls accuse us of being gay for hanging out with our homeboys, dog, you adding some validity to this shit, Jalen. You're making us look bad. Now our women gonna be most insecure thanks to you. Girls gonna be posting this shit all on Facebook. See? See, I told you, bitch. I told you. I told you niggas be... Niggas be doing this shit behind closed doors with their homeboys. I told you. Um, this is embarrassing. Super embarrassing. And then, you know, I saw Jalen Green post a picture of him holding his ears at a phone booth. Y'all got to read the comments, man. <laughs> you got to read the, the comments. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, my thoughts on this, man. I can't even post this fucking part on TikTok because they're going to accuse me of bullying. When I'm just fucking around, man. I'm joking. Pause. But it ain't no pause about what we just saw. That's what I, I have never seen a straight male exhibit this caliber of behavior unless, you know, they wasn't straight. They was just a crooked line. But I'm going to move on off of this, man. I'm going to move on off of this, man. But I had to get my two cents on that. That was crazy. That was a little bit. That wasn't cool. And, and my man, and, and, and Josh Christopher, uh-uh, hold on, before I move on, Josh Christopher, you ain't swing on this nigga, cuz. You ain't beat this man ass. You just took it. 
They asked who worse, the giver or the receiver. I think it's the receiver. And he was laughing. And, and sir, why your legs up in the air like that? Why your legs that high? Man, legs ain't supposed to be going that direction, sir. Yeah, these niggas is wild. These young niggas, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I know I ain't grow up like that, son. Nigga, we played Madden. We played 2K. I went to war with niggas 24 hours, especially during uh, the summer. 2K all day, every day. Oh, we would go outside, play basketball, football. Street football. We would chase girls. We'd go to the movies. We go to the arcade. We we don't get we don't do I we don't do that over here. <laughs> My T'Challa boys. We don't do that over here. Yeah, these kids are different, bro. You know, you know, Alexa, play Tierra Marie, no daddy. They had no daddy around when they was growing up. Head <laughs> ass niggas. Now let's move on off that that fuckery foolery shit. Young Buck. Oh no, not my boy, not my man's Buck Marley, cuz. So, Young Buck was randomly showed up to an Afro man concert at a club. I don't know why he, I mean, I guess he was a fan of Afro man or something, but I guess he was in the VIP section with a four fifth drunk up Jack bottle. And I guess one of the people that was in Afro man's entourage, you know, young buck was yelling belligerently and he smacked the nigga in the stomach and cuz did not like that at all and buddy commits to putting hands on young buck this nigga beat the fuck out this nigga cuz and you know the girl that was with him I don't know if it was a girl or not I don't judge niggas and they preferences we just got off to Jalen Green Josh Christopher now I'm gonna be accused of being homophobic because I'm telling jokes. I don't know if the, who Buck was with, but uh, the lady or or never mind. But the lady was screaming, "Hey, he was just playing. He was just talking shit." My man was like, "He don't know me to be touching me like that." You see, Josh Christopher, take notes. Take notes. <laughs> take notes, nigga. On how to react when a person touches you inappropriately. Because that shit was crazy. And then my man's Sodi, I guess the guy's name was Sodi or some shit, beat that man ass. And they had to pull him all up off him. Then Young Buck goes to, sick, uh, to social media the next day and, and, and hit us with the Jody. I got jumped. No, nigga, you did not get jumped. You got your ass whooped, and Afro Man broke up the fight. But that, you gotta love 2000s, man. You gotta love 2000s level fuckery here. Young Buck is down bad, ladies and gentlemen. Like, that man needs some help. Like, this nigga, 50 Cent, like, already owns this guy. Like a runaway slave. And now, he's just out here picking fights with Afro Man's artists. You gotta listen to how bad that sounds. This is how low on the totem pole that Young Buck has fallen. Young Buck could have been one of the greatest rappers of all time. If he would have just kept rapping. He could have been out of his G-Unit deal and in an independent contract. If he just simply just humble himself. 
Now, a young buck didn't mean no harm, but you was drunk, bruh. And you smacked the man's stomach that you didn't know. What? How did you expect him to react? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you don't know these people. You just don't know these niggas, bruh. You ain't built with these niggas. You just randomly showing up because you a fan of the uh, of Afro man. Shit is out of hand and out of control, yo. But mad niggas is down bad and going out sad. Wow. Let's see. Uh, chinks. I didn't know Chinks dropped Cocaine Riot 7, bro. Because, you know, we was reviewing Cocaine Riot 6 not too long ago. But I'm going to give a mixtape review of Cocaine Riot 7, which was released on May 11th, 2023, which was the rapper's birthday. I'm surprised I missed this one. And um, here's the thing. Um, you can't blame Chinks because you know the man has, you know, he's 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 gone to heaven. You know what I'm saying? He's in heaven right now. Man, they ain't got the full track list. What the fuck? Let's get to it. So, we got the opener uh Candy Rain, right? Featuring French Montana and Little Crody. Um although this is kind of corny, it's still kind of a bop. I don't like the singing on the record. didn't really care for the singing part. They could have got a better singer to sing the Candy Rain joint. You know, they were, of course they were interpolating the song Candy Rain by the singing group Soul For Real. And Yeah, I didn't I mean, like I said, Lil Crody, you know, you can't always remake every song. Die for the love. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it with the first listen, but the second and third listen of Die for the Love, I kind of like it. It's not a bad song. I'm just not a big fan of New York Drill, but this song on the second listen grew on me. How I get it. How I get it. Man, I, I, I again, this is another song that the second listen I felt the vibe of it. But I like the I like this track as well. ASAP. Bruh, if this could have had a second verse, I think this would have been a smash. This is a hit record. This is like a ratchet record. Fallout, great album filler. Awesome album filler. Man, I tell you, man, I tell you, this is the best song on the album, hands down. 
Like, I legitimately love this record. Like, I love it, man. I love it. Young nigga featuring Offset. Ooh, Lord. Jinx and Offset destroy this record. They go crazy on here. Them niggas go bananas. Don't take it personal. Love it. Love don't take it personal. Cold Business featuring Gutter Mills. Jinx part was okay, but Gutter Mills kind of fucked up the song. No disrespect to him, but that's just my personal opinion. I know niggas can't take personal opinions no more. They think everybody is trying to insult them when they don't like something. But they just giving their honest opinion. I don't like Gutter Mills' verse. Just like that featuring Meat Sims. Probably the weakest track on here. But it's still pretty solid. What You Came For featuring Jim Jones and Zach. This was dope. I fuck with it. Wouldn't Even Trip featuring Little Crody. This was a better crooning job on this record than the Candy Rain record. But all in all... Cocaine Riot 7 just shows us what we were robbed of with Chinks. Like, every Chinks project, man, it's just like, damn, what if this dude was alive? I think Chinks would still be, like, relevant today. And it's just sad, man, because, I, you know, he could have been, like, in that group, in that new New York group of artists. You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine him on a record with Cardi B and Scarlip and Ice Spice and Fabio Foreign? You know what I'm saying? But Cocaine Riot 7 is fire. It's kind of tough, though, because the mixtapes that have come out this year or in the King No calendar year, I should say. It's a very, very, it's very stiff competition in there. Pause that. But the competition is crazy and it's going to be very difficult. You got to come out damn near with a perfect tape for me to be like, you know, to make the mixtape of the year conversation that's how crazy it is but rest in peace to chinks shout out to the fans of chinks french montana coke boys his family but let's move on man let's move on ah boy damian lillard the fans and the internet have turned on Damian Lillard. They're trying to use his words against him. And me, I am a part of Damian Lillard's defense team. I am the lawyer, the judge, the jury, and the executioner for Damian Lillard, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take up for my boy Dame, man. Straight up. He's my favorite player in the world. You're going to be talking about my boy like that. I'm going to get on y'all niggas, man. Straight up. Pause that. But y'all niggas know what time it is, bro. Tired of y'all. So basically, they're trying to say that Dame ran from the grind. As he likes to say, right? But here's the problem, though. This man was on this team and was only on this team his entire career. And he never ran from the grind. He got to the point where he gave his team the ultimatum during the offseason to where it's like, okay, show me what you got during the offseason. Show me what you got. Bring me somebody that I can work with and play with. Pause. Show me something, anything. And the last straw was when Jeremy Grant got five years and $160 million. And y'all want to make fun of him. When he, when the same people that's making fun of him now 
for demand for asking for a trade. He didn't even demand a trade. He asked. It's the difference between asking and demanding. Asking is like, could you guys find a trade for me? You know, I've been so good to this organization. Demanding is like, trade me, motherfucker, or else I'm not doing shit for y'all. It's doing it with a little bit of umph in it. Saying it with your chest is demanding. But And then a lot of people are trying to discredit what Dane did in the postseason. Do y'all realize that Damian Lillard before he didn't before the two-year playoff drought went to eight straight playoffs? And he did that with different teams, different versions of that Portland team. But we all know who the common denominator is and why Dame hasn't won anything. It's the Portland Trailblazers organization. They've been piss poor since the 70s, since the late 70s. We're going to go back. We're gonna, I'm going to give you all the history on the Portland Trailblazers. Now I'm going to do this straight off the top of the dome. 1970s, right? Bill Walton was the star player, correct? Bill Walton became one of the more injury-prone players in NBA history. How come the trainers and the doctors couldn't heal this man? This is... A guy that has won the NBA championship. He was your finals MVP in 1977. And this man missed four seasons with a plethora of injuries to his knee, to his foot, to his ankle. Y'all didn't do right by Bill Walton. Bill Walton in college was a monster. You know, it's a reason why the NBA put him in the Hall of Fame. It was a pity Hall of Fame. I don't think he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, but I understood. You understand what I'm saying? Because he was playing for a shitty organization like Portland. Then, you draft Clyde Drexler. You bounce back. All of a sudden, what draft was my man in? I think it was 1984. 1984 draft comes along, right? You have a chance to draft Michael Jordan to play alongside Clyde Drexler. And what y'all niggas do? You drafted Sam Bowie. But despite that minor hiccup, Clyde Drexler takes this Portland team to two NBA Finals. Where they lost, but he took them there. All of a sudden, in 1995, you trade Clyde Drexler to the Houston Rockets, who eventually become what? The NBA champions. Come on, dog. You let Clyde Drexler walk his way to a championship. Then the Jailblazers era. You remember the Jailblazers, right? That team with Damon Stoudemire, Scottie Pippen, Steve Smith, Arvidas Sabonis, Isaiah Ryder. I think he was on that team. Bonzi Wells. You know what I'm talking about? Deadlift shrimp. Like, this team was a squad. Then you break the team up. Oh, yeah, Dale Davis was there, too. Like, you break the team up. You let a prime... You trade a prime Rashid to the Detroit Pistons. Guess what happened? Rashid won a championship. Then you had... A young Jermaine O'Neal, rotting on the bench. You don't give him any minutes. 
He leaves Portland to go to Indiana. To where he becomes an all-star. Then you had Zach Randolph continuing the jailblazers trend. You let him walk. Guess what happened to him? He becomes an all-star and a fixture of the Memphis Grizzlies. Then luck comes around again where you're able to draft LaMarcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy. You were building this team. All of a sudden, you have a chance to have the number one overall pick. And what do y'all do? You drafted Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. Y'all know damn well Kevin Durant should have been the number one overall pick. I don't care about Greg Oden's upside. He had injury issues before the draft. He got hurt at Ohio State. You could have had LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Durant, who, mind you, was former team. They, I think they both went to Texas. If I'm not mistaken, I think they were teammates. I, I believe that Durant and Aldridge were teammates. they were around each other at the same time but they both are former college they both attended Texas so then Greg Oden gets hurt you mismanage Greg Oden's injuries then Brandon Roy how come your training staff and your doctors couldn't heal what was wrong with Brandon Roy and Greg Oden because y'all had a team, y'all had a decent team coming up. I mean, they had, you know, Nicholas Batum, LaMarcus Aldridge, Joel Prisbilla, you know what I'm saying? They had a decent roster over there. So Brandon Roy, you know, he basically has the same thing that Kawhi has, an arthritic knee. Y'all couldn't manage that injury, and Brandon Roy basically bottomed out of the league. So you fumbled the bag with him. Then you get the number seven or eight overall pick. I think it's the eighth overall pick, and that becomes Damian Lillard. So you draft Dame. You got Damon Aldridge. You got a decent team there. Y'all winning 48, 49, 50 games. You're upsetting teams like the Houston Rockets and shit. You're doing your thing. All of a sudden... Then you fumbled the bag. You let LaMarcus Aldridge walk in free agency for free. For free. Didn't get nothing for him to put around Dame. Now Dame is left by himself. And he's still carrying that team to the playoffs. In the crowded Western Conference. By the way. For eight years. Well, I think it was I think he played with Aldridge for two seasons. Right? Um so, so then Dame's second best player and partner in crime is a second round pick in CJ McCollum. Who was never an all-star. Shaquille O'Neal had a great quote. He said, when I was on the Lakers, it wasn't always about me and Kobe. It was about the others. I love the others. You know, 
I had Rick Fox. I had Derek Fisher. I had Robert Ory. I had Horace Grant. I had Ron Harper. I had Glenn Rice. I had Mitch Richmond. What was Dame and CJ's others? Everybody talking about, oh man, he had a good team and blah, blah, blah. Let's dissect that twenty that, that 2019 Blazers team that went to the conference finals. And if they were so fucking good, why did you let Al Farouk Aminu, why did you get outbid for Al Farouk Aminu knowing that he was a defensive player? I'm, I'm literally saying this off the top of my head. Why did you let why did you trade Mo Harkless to the Los Angeles Clippers? You let Ennis Cantor go to OKC. You trade Rodney Hood to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You let Seth Curry walk in free agency and go to Brooklyn. You want to know why they let them walk? And then you didn't replace those players either. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum play better when they're surrounded by defensive players. So then they get Joseph Nurkic, who is solid, good player, but not always available. The greatest ability is availability. And I don't recall Joseph Nurkic being there when they went to the Western Conference Finals. I don't. I just don't. Then, you know, 2020 was the bubble where they had to fight their way into the playoffs. And then after that, he's missed the the playoffs the last two seasons. And you couldn't put the proper team around Damon CJ. Who was a guy that Damon CJ had that they can look to and say, we need 20? Nobody. Can you imagine if CJ and Dame had Paul George next to them? Can you imagine Dame and CJ if they had Jimmy Butler, if they had Giannis Antetokounmpo, if they had Nikola Jokic, if they had Kawhi Leonard, if they had somebody on that level that was just as good as Damian was? Everybody want to say CJ is as good as Dame. No, he's not. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, man. There was nobody that Damian played with that was on his level. LaMarcus Aldridge included. LaMarcus in his prime is knocking at the door of Hall of Famer. But... I don't know if he'll ever get inducted. It has to be probably a weak class for him to get in. Like, the common denominator is this is a bad organization that has a tendency to throw away all their good things or all the good things that happened to them. And oh yeah, by the way, Bill Walton, when he left, the Blazers, guess what? He went to the Celtics and won another championship. So, Portland Trailblazers are terrible. They've always been terrible, and they always mess up good shit. They always do this since day one. They are habitual fuck-ups. Everybody wants to blame Damian Lillard. Why is that? That's what I want to know. They're trying to act like this is all Dame's fault. When clearly it's not. When it's deeper than Dame. Newsflash. Damian Lillard is not Giannis. Damian Lillard is not Kyrie. Damian Lillard is not Kevin Durant. Damian Lillard is not LeBron James. 
There are different expectations for different players. What year has Damian Lillard had a team where y'all was like, oh, they going to the finals easily. Can't nobody beat them. They got everything that they need. Never. And y'all want to sit there and talk crazy about Dame. Man, listen. Let me tell you something, bro. So, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that the uh, Trailblazers fans have turned on Damian. And I hope that Damian, wherever he goes, the first year he wins a ring. So that he can wave that ring in the fans of Portland, Oregon's face. Now, let's move on to the more recent moves of free agency before I get up out of here. Yo, man, Summer League, man. Jamie Wakas, that nigga was balling today. And the Caleb Martin comparison that I had is just the perfect match. Like, this dude was doing everything. I watched a little bit of Brandon Miller tonight. He looked a little bit timid out there, but later on in the game, you know what I'm saying, he started to be a little bit more comfortable out there. You know, even though his team was getting their ass whooped. And, you know, that San Antonio team, a lot of them started last year and played, so Charlotte was not prepared to play that group in San Antonio. So, let's take a look at what's going on in the NBA streets. Malik Beasley, as piss poor that he played as he played in the playoffs last year with the Lakers. He gets a second chance as he signs with the Milwaukee Bucks for a year, $2.7 million. If Malik Beasley got anything left in the tank, he could help Milwaukee hit open jump shots. He wasn't hitting them last year, but hopefully... He doesn't have two bad years in a row. Mason Plumlee returns to the Los Angeles Clippers. Major pickup, major comeback for Mason Plumlee. Mason Plumlee is a hell of a player and a perfect guy for that Clippers rotation. It's a one-year, $5 million deal. Oh, man. The dummy of the week. This by far is the dummy of the week. Him and Andre Drummond are the big dummies of free agency. Do you want to know why? Here's why. Torrey Craig signs a two-year deal with the Chicago Bulls. Really? So, you're going to leave a team that just got... Bradley Beal to go alongside Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. What type of shit is that? In my Chris Tucker voice, what kind of shit is that? And then you don't even get paid that much money. I think it's a two-year deal for $8 million. You could have took that in Phoenix. All the signs were pointing for him to go back there. And he'll go to the Bulls? It's not like Torrey Craig is a is a, a scoring figure and just this great player. You men, homie. 
but you play, you're a 3 and D player. And that 3 is inconsistent anyway. Anthony Edwards got the Tyrese Maxey deal as Anthony Edwards got a five-year, $260 million rookie max extension with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's the future. He's the franchise. He deserves every penny, in my opinion. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Uh, Free agent guard Corey Joseph has agreed on a one-year deal with the Golden State Warriors. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. I am so glad that Corey Joseph is out of Detroit. Every time I watch the Pistons game, I just groan with excruciating pain as Corey Joseph would check in the game and sprinkle his little mid-pack all over the fucking field, all over the fucking court. I never liked this dude. I'm glad he's gone. And there's a rumor out there that the Pistons may trade Killian Hayes. Please, God. Please get rid of this motherfucker. I don't want to hear that he's going to be a good player in a few years. We got to wait on him. We done waited three, four seasons. If the nigga can't get good now, I don't know when he's ever going to get good. It's not like he was like Sean Livingston and tore his knee and then he made a comeback. No. He was injury prone his first year. The second year was better. And, and last year, he won shit. Please trade Killian Hayes for the love of God. The day that I hear him be traded, I'm buying a champagne bottle and I'm celebrating. Swear to God. On the game. Let's see what else is good. Justin Holiday, uh, Drew Holiday's brother, has agreed to a one-year deal with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, they needed him, boy. They needed him because losing Bruce Brown was a bad, bad thing. Losing Bruce Brown was tough. So they needed to replace him. And Justin Holiday's a 3 and D guy. He can play. If provided the opportunity, he'll play. Uh, Bruce Brown's old role. You understand what I'm saying? So, good pickup for the low, too. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, has agreed to a one-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Great pickup. Yeah, fake show. How, How does it feel? Good. Even though, uh, obviously, they've replaced Lonnie Walker the fourth. I just wanted to, to uh, talk shit. But um, Lonnie Walker on the Nets, good luck. Good pickup. I actually love the pickup. I mean, low-key. He could start over there. Why you bullshitting? He definitely has got that opportunity. To, to possibly start alongside, you know, Dinwiddie, Bridges, Johnson, and Claxton. Bridges signed a qualifying offer and is setting up his unrestricted free agency in 2024. Yeah, Miles Bridges is lucky to have an opportunity to play in the NBA anymore after what he did to that lady. 
He's lucky. He got a qualifying offer to sign. So he's returning to the Hornets. This will be a contract year. So Miles Bridges is going to be balling this season. As long as he's not choking out no more women. You know what I'm saying? You know, he gets a second chance. Let's see if he makes good on it. Let's see what else is going on. Cody Zeller has agreed to a one-year $3.1 million deal with the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, that's the replacement to Jackson Hayes. So you replace Jackson Hayes, who was young and could jump out of the gym, for the old gym teacher. Ugh. As a Pelicans fan, yuck. Let's see, Oklahoma City has acquired guard Patty Mills. Another guard? My goodness. So the Thunder will receive draft compensation to take on Patrick Mills' $6.8 million expiring deal. DeMontis Sabonis gets a contract extension. With the Sacramento Kings, this is a, a $217 million extension. Does it say how many years, though? Five years, yeah, that's what I thought. Five-year, $217 million extension for uh, DeMontis Sabonis. He definitely deserves it. He's a cornerstone to their franchise for years to come. Wow, Dante Exum returns to the league as the um, Dallas Mavericks sign former NBA player Dante Exum to a guaranteed deal. Exum was overseas winning championships and has decided to give his NBA career another try. You know, Exum has suffered from a lot of injuries over the years he's another guy that is a what if or what could have been I mean Exum had that Lonzo Ball caliber defense so hopefully he does well for the Mavs the Mavs definitely need all the bench help that they can they can get and it's official it is official Dante DiVincenzo joins Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson, his former Villanova teammates in New York on a four-year, $50 million deal. Damn! It's a lot of cheese. Four years and 50 million, damn. Shout out to Dante, man. Get that cheese, young man. My God. Clippers have acquired Kenya Martin Jr. Uh, for two future second round draft picks. Okay. Okay, KJ. KJ about to go crazy in L.A. Because he's that type of guy that they need, man. Somebody that can jump out the gym and attack the basket. KJ got some game. You know, I was just, um, yeah, I got to finish watching that Kenyon Martin All the Smoke. Like, I was in the middle of watching that shit. But a lot of shit then went down over the last couple of days, so.
Russell Westbrook signed a two-year, $8 million deal to stay with the Clippers. Man, I mean, Russell Westbrook going back to L.A., I mean, I knew that was going to happen. He wants to be in L.A., and he wants to play for the uh, rival team so that he can taunt the Lakers for letting him go. I'd do the same thing. Shout out to Russ. The Rockets have agreed with free agent Jock Landale on a four-year, $32 million deal with only the first season being guaranteed. That's another really good pickup. No disrespect, but I think that Jot Landale is more equipped to be a starter than Jabari Smith and Tari Eason right now. I think he's probably going to start at the four. Because Alperin Shingun is the five. So I think it's going to be Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, <clears throat> uh, Jalen Green, Landale and Shingu. But yeah, man, crazy. Rockets is just handing out money like it's reparations. And speaking of Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks has agreed on a four-year, $80 million contract with the Houston Rockets. And I told you that this could be a reality. There is always somebody dumb waiting to spend their money on you. Ladies and gentlemen, there is always somebody out there that's willing to spend money on you. I knew Dylan Brooks wasn't going to be phased out of the league. And this is the, the pickup that the Rockets need. The, the Rockets need a guy in the locker room to fire everybody up. A glue guy, basically. Who can play some defense. Will his offense improve? Because last year his offense was terrible. And he was jacking up shots. Maybe he could uh, improve next year. Who knows? The Rockets are going to be a way better team than they were last year. So I kind of knew that Brooks was going to go to the Rockets. I had a feeling. You can look at my old TikToks. You can look at my old uh, shows. You can look at my YouTube page. I predicted that this shit could happen or has the possibility to happen. That is crazy, though. I can't wait until Dylan Brooks plays against Memphis. So the Blazers GM has made a statement. He wants a star level return package for Damian Lillard and that Cronin plans to look beyond the Miami Heat to find one. So basically, the um, the Portland Trailblazers want a star in return for Dame, and they're looking to include a third team. I think they, they should get they should go after Carl Anthony Towns if they want to get a star player. I think Carl Anthony Towns, you know, sees that. Minnesota is giving the keys to uh, uh, Anthony Edwards. And it's his best bet to get the hell up out of there. You know, Joe Cronin says, we have been clear that we want game here, but he notifies us, uh, notified us today that he wants out and he put, prefer to play somewhere else. Well, it's not changed for us that we're committed to winning and we're going to do what's best for the team in pursuit of that goal. Interesting. Dwight Powell has agreed to a three-year, $12 million deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's about what he's worth. 
I'm not a big Dwight Powell fan as I felt like he hasn't done shit. LaMelo Ball. Damn. Niggas is out here getting paid, bro. Niggas is out here getting paid. LaMelo Ball gets the Tyrese Halliburton package. Pause. LaMelo Ball has agreed on a five-year designated rookie max extension that could be worth up to $260 million. So everybody's getting kind of like the... Uh, same Supermax deal. Which is very interesting. Shout out to LaMelo Ball. That's crazy that this dude has been hurt the last two seasons and gets a Supermax. That is wild. everything that I needed to say today I want to thank y'all for coming through and fucking with me um, this is King Known Uncensored down bad and I'm gone